All right, episode 12 uh, with the man behind the curtain. Rebecca said man behind the camera in a Simpson. Born in Scotland, he's an adventurer, traveler, filmmaker, photographer. He's been living in Canada for the last four years now. And during COVID, he both found and stumbled upon an opportunity to take a passion and make a career out of it. He's been creating content in the adventure lifestyle, sport, and travel industry space for about three years now. He's worked with Arcteryx, Rugby Canada, Global Projects, professional athletes, and retreat brands like Black Sheep. We chatted about finding community as a traveler, how community can help bring out the best in you, finding and pursuing purpose, being yourself, and feeling free. If creating a community that empowers you is of interest to you, if being yourself and expressing your true self is of interest to you, just learning about a really cool, interesting person who lives in Vancouver, you might enjoy this podcast. Enjoy the episode. If you're a climber and you're looking for some some climbing chalk, check out Power Chalk. Hope you have a great day. In the Simpson. Thank you so much for joining me. I appreciate it, man. Thanks, man. Appreciate uh, appreciate the invite. Yeah, of course, of course. So, I've known you for I would say just under a year now, but for ninety percent of that time, it's I've had like four interactions, and then in the last like week and a half, two weeks, the other two. Yeah. Um, and it's gone from my awareness of you being is like tall guy who's from Scotland travels the world and makes a lot of dope videos with people trying to like build something for themselves and this is just the impression that I'm getting um to now getting to know you a little bit better and having a really fun conversation with you last week uh I'm excited to get to know you more now on this podcast but I'm curious, like, if you were to, to travel to a different country right now and start life there, and you have to leave everything that you've got right now behind, how do you introduce yourself? Like, where do you go? What do you do? How do you start to meet people and, and become a part of that society and that culture there? Yeah, it's uh, kind of funny you asked me that question. I was sort of in that mindset in the last uh, couple of months. Because I, uh, I haven't quite got my PR here in Canada yet. And I was just in my head, I was like, man, okay, if it doesn't work out in Canada, where uh, where would I go and what would I do? And uh, to be honest, I wasn't really fussed on like where I'd be mm-hmm. uh, as long as I could still continue doing uh, what I enjoy the most, which is which is filmmaking and um, connecting with other people. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, okay, if I, whatever place I move to, how would I get into that yeah. community? Because obviously since um, twenty. 18 since I moved here it's I've been building that community in the last four years and I'm like man to lose that overnight and then try and rebuild that somewhere it's kind of tricky but then I was like but I've done it have you I've done it I've done it like in the past four years I'm okay how do I condense that if I was to like leave somewhere and go somewhere now so first things are popping into my head I was like okay community like what kind of activities can I do to provide like a lot of community uh, and I've actually funnily enough never done CrossFit but I've got a lot of friends that do it and I'm like there seems like a pretty strong community there which I think it'd be a great way to like connect people and meet people that are into like health, wellness, uh, business. Uh, acro is another one. Climbing is another mm-hmm. one. Like any activity that allows you to meet like such a a wide variety of like people from different walks of life. I think is the quickest way to probably create that um, sense of yeah the feeling that I've made here in the last the last four years. And what's that feeling that you've made here in the last four years? Yeah, it's a good, uh, a good question. It's hard to, I'm sure it's hard to like, to put something like that into words that like probably wouldn't do it justice. It could never be said the same twice either, I'm sure. But like, in this moment, you know, how would you describe the feeling that you've had in the last four years? And just to clarify as well, is that, because I'm not even sure, uh, is that since you've moved to Canada in the last four years and have started to like create a life for yourself here? 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I spent before Canada, like pretty much up until COVID hit. You know, I was on the road for the better part of seven seven years since I left Scotland, and I never stayed anywhere longer than like five or six months. Wow. So I lived in like six different countries, um, and then I was just like going from place to place to place. So I made like good friends and good connections through the seasons that I was doing, and occasionally I'd see them when I went back to those countries to do another ski season or, or another another term there, but. I never, I guess, like got any deeper than, yeah, that kind of that kind of friendship uh, level. So it's hard, man. Yeah, it can be it can be tricky. There's definitely friends though that I have made that I ma- I clicked with very quickly, and uh, you know, we're so, I feel like we're friends for life, and we keep in touch all the time. Um, but you know, they live in different parts of the world, so I don't get to see them as much as I'd like to. But coming back to your your question there, um, can you repeat it again. Yeah. The, the first one or the second one to provide more context? The second one. The second one? It was, uh, I guess, like, from my understanding now, you've been living in Canada for about four years. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so in that time frame, you said there's, like, a feeling here that you'd want to try and recreate somewhere else. And I guess I was curious as to, like, what is that? What was that feeling to you? Is it, like, a feeling of home or is that Scotland? Do you know what I mean? Like, can that... I feel like the feeling, the feeling of home for for me anyway, not not for everyone. I probably get this from my from my mum, but <laughs> it's home can be like wherever you want it to be. Yeah, you know, it's it's not a place; it's a feeling. So it can be back in Scotland, it could be back in Australia, it could be anywhere in different parts of the world. It's wherever you choose to to have that space. But right now, um, since the last four years of building the connections I've made here, and especially in the states as well, it's. Yeah, it's a, it's a, like you said, it's a really hard one to like put into words what it makes you feel, but people just like kind of, it's like a sense of community, a sense of family. I, have a, I feel like I've, I've done, or I've been very fortunate to meet a certain type of, uh, or group of people that have been able to support me on like any journey I set out for myself or things that I go on mm-hmm. or, um, yeah, people just help, help me become a better version of, of myself uh, to, or break it down I guess yeah sick and uh, what what journeys over the last four years stand out to you that they've like really helped support you on is like some milestones for somebody who's just getting to know you yeah I mean COVID was like the catalyst uh, 2020 was the catalyst of when I stopped doing I mean I was always doing since like 2015 I was always doing photo and film as like just a hobby I never really thought I could I could go anywhere with it um and it was funny. I, I I remember like quite vividly that I was just like traveling to all these places, and I was working like random different jobs from bartending to uh, snowcat operator, and just all these like different things, just to, like kind of tie me over and continue traveling and figuring out like what it was that I wanted to do. Yeah. Uh, not for the rest of my life, but just something I could really like sink my teeth in and something I was really passionate about. And I remember every so often, every like, couple of months, I'd call my mom and dad, and I'm just like. Having like great time, but I just like I don't feel like I have a purpose yet. I just like, mm. figure out what that is for me, and it's funny to look back on because the whole time, right under my nose, the thing that I was doing as a hobby was photo and film. Yeah, and it wasn't until COVID that it, it when it hit, I was like here in Canada, and I was like, all right, looks like I'm gonna stay here for a little while, so let's like kind of sink my teeth in a bit and see what I can kind of do here. And I just started doing more photo and film stuff, and I picked up jobs through friends and. From there, I just started making connections with with some people that I guess just saw a big opportunity in, in me and or saw the best of what I could achieve and yeah. they supported me to just be like, hey man, like you, you're doing really good at this thing. Why don't you try and give that a go and see how far you can go with that? And sure enough, in 2021 was when I went full time uh, freelance photo and video. And since then, it's just kind of been job after job that's kind of led to bigger and bigger projects and eventually now it's taking me to like different parts of the world as well so it's it's funny how it's come full circle that i was always working any job to yeah. travel whereas now i'm working a job that allows me to travel mm. so it's kind of interesting how i've got myself into that um that situation yeah kind of poetic yeah 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 it's just kind of kind of funny now there's like nothing i'd rather do sick it's the only thing that's on my mind all sick the time. yeah dude that's that's awesome i love that yeah um you mentioned there I love the Cyrus in the background. It really lets you know how real it is. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, no, but you mentioned there that, like, well, 
Okay, first off, did did the community around you like kind of give you the tools or was it like courage or what what did you require from the community to kind of embark on that journey of I'm going to to try and pursue this like passion that maybe I've always had like has always been around me but now I'm going to try and make a living out of it or was it just forced to by circumstance and it was COVID and you didn't have any other options like what kind of like gave you what you needed to take that step whether that was like tangible support like emotional support maybe all of them yeah I um No, I wasn't. I wasn't forced into it, or uh, it was something that just kind of came supernaturally to me. And I, yeah, it's just from the things that I'd been posting and creating or sharing over the last like couple of years. Before that point, when I started taking it full time and people started to find out about it, I was just quite amazed that uh, some some people that had you know been friends with me for a long time, uh, just like yeah, my biggest supporters which is which, which is i'm super grateful for just they see they saw that it was something that i was really good at but i never really pursued and then when i started to pursue it they were just like man like this is this is great i'm so happy for you can't wait to see like where, where you go with it yeah and where this like career space takes you and um i've been yeah very fortunate to have uh, those kinds of people around me in my life and i definitely think part of that as well is like i've created a a pretty good support network around myself as well like I, I'm pretty strict with the type of people I hang around with and mm-hmm. I feel like you have to be if you want to push yourself further in life is you got to surround yourself with the right kind of people so um, is that a lesson you've learned yeah yeah I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm definitely quite a big observer and a lot of my my friends would, would probably say the same thing is I learn a lot from watching other people and I learn a lot from listening as well like you know they I strong believe there's a reason why we have you know, two years in one mouth as you listen more than you speak. So mm-hmm. I just learned that from other people and I, I, I've witnessed and observed people uh, go through different things in their lives, whether it be altercations with people or uh, friendship problems or anything like that. And I, I just observe them and like break them down. Like, why did that happen? And then like start to apply things in my life and then mm-hmm. also reflect on the things that happen with myself as well. And I think when you start to do that and step back and kind of look at your own situation of things that are working and things that aren't working then that's when you start to sort of realize okay i need to get rid of this and i need to continue implementing this and just see see where that grows from there mm-hmm. but some people uh, yeah i don't know if it's just lack of awareness or maybe just a bad habit that they <laughs> surround themselves with things that aren't pushing them forward or uh, other yeah other other things like substances or yeah. distractions or whatever distractions. yeah whatever it may be yeah um i i totally agree man like i think it can be super challenging for people to try and take a step forward when the people around them aren't either doing the same for themselves or also encouraging them and sometimes it can be even the opposite like you try and take a step forward and that shines a light on all of your friends that aren't doing that for themselves. Yeah. And then it can be like, well, what the fuck, are you, what are you doing? Yeah. I feel like it's kind of like a ripple effect. Like if you, I mean, from my own experience, I've noticed that like if I'm making these steps to surround myself with the right kind of people that, uh, like I'm, I'm striving to do one thing and I see they're also striving to do another thing. And if you come together and try and support each other to do that, yeah. you know, you go, you go fast together, you know, it's, um, I can't remember who said the same, but it's like, if you want to go somewhere fast, go alone. If you want to go somewhere far, you go together. Mm. And I feel like if you start picking these people to surround yourself or having your corner to sort of keep propelling yourself forward or stepping on those stones to continue in the direction you want to go, then yeah, it's like a, a ripple effect or like a slingshot effect or a domino mm-hmm. effect. If you want to say it's like, yeah, it sort of compounds over time. Whereas it, it can have the opposite effect. If you're hanging around with the wrong kind of people. Yeah. It goes in the opposite direction. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think this is another thing that I got really lucky with just um, over the course of the years traveling and moving to different places. It was, I would make a lot of friends really quickly and I'd also like move away from a lot of friends really quickly. So I was very comfortable with the idea of like making friends and also losing friends. And that's just part of life. Um, My mom always said to me, you have friends for a reason, friends for a season and friends for a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And yeah, if you don't attach yourself to like the person you are, when you're around that people, or if you don't attach yourself to any of those like 
friendships like too much then it's you become very pliable and I feel um, that can also be quite uh, quite a good thing because if you feel like you have this friendship that you've had for 10 years or 15 years and you're like you know I really like this person and we have had so many good times together but they're kind of dragging you down emotionally or physically or whatever it may be um, and you're too um, sort of relaxed or uh not strict enough with with what you want to like let go of that person and it's it's not anything bad against them you know it's yeah. just like you you want something better or you deserve something better so it's you strive to do that and if you make room um and you decide that yeah this person is is having a negative impact on my life or i, I just feel like i don't want to hang around this person's energy or whatever it may be if you step away from that and you have that conversation with them or however it goes or maybe you just slowly drift apart like you make room for other people you make room for people that you are looking for yeah i feel like when you are being more like authentic towards yourself you start to attract those people in mm-hmm. but if you continue hanging around with this person that you're kind of like ah like have i known them for so long and you know but whatever the story is that you tell yourself yeah. it's like you, you're going to continue to attract more people like that or you're going to have other people in their circle come into your yes. circle yeah and you have to really like for me anyway you have to really um focused on the type of energy you're surrounding yourself with interesting so i feel like there's two there's two questions kind of around this here yeah and one of them is about kind of the assumption i think behind a lot of what we're talking about and the other one relates a little bit more specifically back to what you're doing right now mm-hmm. and uh with like with your career i guess um so the first one is like and I'll try and answer this too because it's kind of like it's I feel like it's not quite fair to just ask you and not try and answer myself but like I feel like the assumption behind what we're talking about a lot is that it's like important to push yourself forward and to like strive for better mm-hmm. and I guess like why why like should we be trying to like get better and make these positive like make these changes all the time uh, I think it kind of gives life a bit of meaning you know it's if you don't have any challenges in life, it's like, it's kind of like if you, you know if you watch someone's I forget the name of the mm. the thing in the hospital, but like you know you see people's heartbeat it goes up and down, yeah. up and down, up and down. It's like a healthy heartbeat is going mm. up, down, up, down. You know, almost to the top and the bottom. And I feel like life's like that a little bit. If you don't give yourself these challenges, then mm. you're it's this life like you you're gonna have ups and downs when you have these challenges. And yeah. if you don't have that, if you have this like flat line, you're dead. You're dead. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I feel like it's the same with life. It can be very boring and very like stable. Uh, and you're kind of just like plateau, plateauing or just yeah you're just kind of a straight line whereas if you have these ups and downs I feel it kind of gives life a bit more meaning because when you have the ups um, you forget about the downs when you have the downs you appreciate the ups more mm. you know and it's true yeah it's not it's not for everyone you know like everyone's I feel like everyone's graph might be a little bit different some people like the the comfort more or don't like to push themselves too much and that that's okay their graph is still going up and down a little bit yeah but i feel like the ones that have a graph that's like almost completely flat i feel like those are the ones that kind of lack a bit of, of meaning and drive and um maybe mm-hmm. fulfillment in their in their life but that's just my opinion yeah well, that's a great opinion man yeah <laughs> what about yours um i don't know you, you kind of triggered a thought but I feel like it, it's almost like you either choose your challenges or life will choose them for you. Mm-hmm. And I think like a, like a really simple analogy for that is like you can choose to challenge yourself every day and exercise and get stronger. Mm-hmm. Or you can kind of like take the short term daily easy path. And then, you know, in 20 years, you've got a massive like challenge that life's now handed to you because you're sick or you have an illness mm-hmm. or disease that you now have because you didn't choose the small, choose to like pick your own challenges along the way. And I, I feel like it, it's almost like maybe we can't even uh, like avoid it. Like you either choose your challenges and get better or get handed challenges that you didn't want in the first place um, and you didn't get to choose. Or you do, but you choose it through like non doing nothing. Yeah, yeah those challenges yeah i think they are good because they set you up for those things that are inevitably going to come up in your life whether that be fired a loss of a loved yeah. one or yeah um, i get fired yeah financial struggles whatever it may be it's it's you're more conditioned i guess if you if you go out there and you challenge yourself to do mm-hmm. difficult things and you're also choosing to do it as yeah. well whether it be like something simple hiking a mountain or yeah. jumping in a cold plunge or having a tough conversation with a friend mm-hmm. it's all it's all simple things but it's just another thing to add to the 
the cookie jars, David Goggins said, yeah. it's just like you pick it out when things are really tough. And you're like, I, I got over this hurdle once. I'm sure I can get over this next yeah. hurdle sort of thing. Yeah, man. I, uh, like, some of the most positive, most rewarding experiences I've had have been on a, on a climb. Mm-hmm. And, like, doing something that felt so impossible at one point and seeing that, seeing the process of it becoming broken down, small successes, and then being able to, like, achieve this once, like, impossible task. And it felt amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, it felt so good uh, that I, I very much, like, considered, you know what I mean, like, never doing anything, like, just pursuing climbing full, yeah. like, wholeheartedly. Um, but at the time for myself it felt kind of intimidating to do that too from the perspective of uh there's a little like almost like there's more to life than just climbing you know what i mean like you get injured and where does that leave you um and kind of like wanting to to take my intention with climbing became roughly to like pursue my potential in that and take the lessons from pursuing my potential in climbing because it's so easy for me to try hard there and apply them to other things and kind of like allow that to be the tip of the spear that pushes everything else forward. Um, And something you mentioned earlier about about photography is that you wanted to pursue it. And so I was curious, like, have you ever like fully given yourself or pursued something in the past? Um, or is this, do you feel like the first time where you're like all in? No, there's definitely other times I've pursued things. I mean, like the job before that I was doing, I was like a snowcat operator. Um, I guess for those of you who don't know, it's the big red machines that drive around the ski resorts yeah. and fly in all the snow. But I did that. I started that in 20, man, 2017, I think in Australia. And this one ski resort I was working at in Mount Hotham there, it was I mean, as far as I remember, people were saying, like, they don't hire rookies there because it's like quite, a, quite a tough resort to learn on and all this sort of stuff. And I had already been working there two years uh, as a lift operator, so I kind of got to know quite a few people in that sort of uh, department. And I was just like, I was like, I'm adamant that I was wanting to get this job. Anyway, I remember talking to, like, the general manager about getting this job, and he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, whatever, like, come back next season and we'll talk about it. Uh, and I was like, I'm not going to let this like slide. I'm going to email this guy every like second month. And I did. I oh, emailed yeah. him. I emailed him as the season finished, just saying like a follow-up and just saying like I still wanted the job and we'll talk about it as time goes on. And I just kept emailing him and asking him and asking him. Oh, and yeah. sure enough, by like uh, a couple months out before we started the season and the following year, uh, he was like, all right, we'll give you a job as a, as a, a rookie. You can do a couple days a week here and there and we'll see how you go. And it is like, as far as I know, like it wasn't super common for people to get this job at that resort because it was, it was like a challenging place to work. Yeah. Um, just because of the, the terrain. Yeah. And like probably a week or two before I start the job, I remember him emailing me again being like, hey, we, we had someone drop out last minute. You're going to be taking on like full time. And I was like, wow, this is crazy. This is, this is <laughs> epic. And it's funny. I remember going into that season thinking like, that thing it's like man i really wanted this job and i had a couple of people telling me that like they don't think i could get it because it was kind of tricky uh in this place and coming out of like the lift department and they weren't, they weren't weren't confident i'd get it and then yeah i came in like not telling anyone and then mm. i just started working the job and everyone was like holy shit you got a job as like as, as a snowcat operator <laughs> and i was just like man it's it's funny like when you go after those things and when you want them bad enough it's like you can always find a way to like, make yeah. it work yeah uh, and that, that's just one one example I mean, there's definitely like other things uh, I've done in the past as well but mm-hmm. I think if you're yeah relentless enough to, to pursue something that you're after like you mm-hmm. will inevitably find a way to make it work or yeah. to, to get your toes in the water and get started or just give it a go mm-hmm. I agree man it's scary though mm, it's yeah. scary yeah. to like that burn the boats mentality do you know what i mean and like i'm going to pour everything into this and i'm going to like take away the security of other options Mm -hmm. um i don't don't think everybody they'd like to think they burn the boats but i don't think everyone burns the boats no yeah like if you hold that in your head like there's no way out this is the only way i'm going forward then you always like i believe you always find some sort of way to like to make it work or someone else will help you because they'll see how badly you want it and that's sometimes what it comes down to is like you try for so long and then you just maybe you're not uh maybe you're not taking the right angle maybe you need to like mm-hmm. get some other people to help you or maybe you need to sort of come at it or talk to a different person uh, or go at it with a different mindset but 
yeah i think sometimes people don't always quite burn the boats yeah 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 yeah, yeah. They, 100%. Just, they burn them like 50 percent, but there's probably something that you can still make a raft on and get out of there 100 percent. i mean every king you know what i mean like fuck i mean what do i know but like i feel like in all those stories like the king's got an escape hatch yeah and when the when the castle gets stormed there's always a way out so i don't know maybe that's just smart <laughs> yeah is there anything that you're uh currently thinking about burning the boats for or applying that to or are you right now in a little bit more of a take it as it comes season um at the moment yeah i think it's just kind of take it as it comes i haven't had anything on my mind just yet that yeah i need to burn the boats just just now but um, <laughs> just now okay okay yeah but i'm sure that there'll be something that comes up that um yeah there'll be, there'll be something that comes okay. up i'm sure yeah So, do you mind sharing with the uh, the audience, I guess, like, what it is, we've talked around it quite a bit, and just to clarify 100%, like, what it is that you're, you're doing uh, for your career on a, on a regular basis? Yeah, yeah, so, um, full-time freelance photo and filmmaker, photographer and filmmaker, um, started off doing photo, I still do maybe... 40% photos and started doing a lot more film yeah these days uh, not commercial or not like um, in the movies but anything in the travel outdoor film space uh, adventure space so from documentaries to um, promotion my ads that sort of that sort of stuff so yeah. it can it can vary uh, this year I've done a lot of things in the retreat space it's quite quite funny I remember yeah last last year in like October, I think it was, or November, I said to myself, I was like, man, I kind of want to do like more, more retreats, you know, because when you do these retreats, whatever they may be, um, for fitness or wellness or um, masterminds or whatever it is you're looking for, you meet a lot of like-minded people. And I feel like that's another way to connect with people. They do just cost a little bit of money because there's obviously a lot of things included in that, but it's a great way to connect to people, learn more about yourself or learn more about a certain thing you're going after. Uh, and I sort of voiced this to myself, um, not writing it down or putting it in my my goal book by any by any means. But I uh, I wrote I was just kind of saying it aloud, and sure enough, like since October, I've done a retreat every month. Really? Since October last year, yeah. So. Jeez. Coming on, um, and I'm doing another one in three days. Yeah. So you're a retreat expert by now. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and all of them, all of them have been for work, which is even more funny. So it's like kind of best of both words i've been able to like continue doing what i want to do mm-hmm. but also experience these great things as well so it's 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 kind of funny having that in the back of my head that's it's kind of naturally come to fruition there do you think it's like shifted uh your direction or how you approach things at all like having experienced all of these retreats now like anything that you've learned or gained from oh, those yeah definitely yeah yeah a lot of the, the retreats like i've done a couple of cold exposure retreats so i've learned a lot about um the mind and the body and the resilience towards the cold and um, the sort of yeah, power of the mind there I guess in, in many different ways I've done a, a mastermind retreat which was definitely one of the highlights it's a lot of uh, yeah a lot of like really good people quite successful a couple of businesses each and you come together I never knew what a mastermind was so it was mm-hmm. quite quite a cool experience to go there and film that but also be, be surrounded by these these people was that one recently, like, uh, did they recently post a video on Instagram, Black Sheep, was that yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, Black Sheep Masterminds, shout out to those Great guys. video, yeah, yeah. great video as thank well. Thank you, thank you. Um, so yeah, that was that was a really cool one to experience with a lot of people and learn a little, little bit more about like business and you kind of bring yourself to this retreat, but also the things you're kind of working on and you uh, have their, their five days, food's all included, accommodation was nice, it was in Whistler flew up in a helicopter to like glacier and Sick. did all these really cool things but during all this we kind of we had a tedx speaker come in um we had a few other people uh come in and facilitate a few different things and we also did a mastermind as well which was which was super fun and some other retreats i did was down in actually california i did a, a couple of outdoor warrior retreats kind of like embodiment uh for sort of active lifestyle but also embodying like a warrior spirit so okay. those were quite cool quite unique and then uh, i did a couple any yelling like oh yeah most of these yelling. retreats actually there's been some definitely been some yelling <laughs> which is like a thing i never really understood before but it's like yeah shifting energy that's in your body huh um so like just like kind of like letting out a primal like 
yell or roar almost like or yeah uh, am i misunderstanding you? yeah i think a lot of people underestimate like howling roaring totally like, yeah so you're shifting energy in the body like outwards or maybe you're holding on to something or like maybe you're just angry maybe you totally. need to yell you know i've seen people yell as well so um i mean we're always so like i feel like people are always so like pent up and proper yeah to like yeah ensure that they're giving a good image of themselves at all times that they're going to be well received which yeah. you know what i mean like has its place yeah this is why i think a lot of people have like road rage just because like this it's <laughs> kind of like a place to let it out you're in a, con- a concealed <laughs> Fuck, vehicle and like someone cuts you off and you're just like you god damn it like people just start swearing and then when they get out of the car and you chat to them they're like oh yeah my day's going good totally fine <laughs> you know and it's not a bad thing it's just not like i feel like there's an energy there that some people need to get out and do something yeah right? some people do different things where they go to the top of a mountain they scream they put their head in a pillow they yell whatever you need to do to shift that, that energy in your body i think mm-hmm. uh, can be quite quite healthy i feel like uh it's so easy to get caught up in all of the the like i feel like people like humans really enjoy making themselves feel like elegant and special and very like i don't even know how to say this I'm just, like, visualizing, like, some fancy uh, ball or gala in the medieval times. You know what I mean? Everyone's all dressed up and, like, trying to, like, really, like, separate themselves from from animals. But we all have that kind of, like, base, like, primal instinct, just, like, mm-hmm. energy in us that I think we need to, to acknowledge and release. Like, that. I don't know if, like, we're, we're constantly, like, being so curated at work especially if you work in the corporate world a little bit more i think in social interactions yeah it's good to have room to just like let whatever out that needs to get let out and i think that's one of the things i love about climbing like i think like like activities sports hobbies like can really be great outlets for that oh yeah totally yeah even just like festivals is another big one like if uh i mean obviously it depends what type of festivals you go to but sometimes i've noticed for myself i've noticed recently that like some of these festivals people go there and they dress up in a certain way and they just embody like whatever it is that they're feeling and they mm-hmm. just go as this person and when you meet them at the festival you're like whoa like you're completely different to what i met you like who i know you who you who i know you as back in the city yeah and i feel like that's really cool because it allows you to like express yourself in a completely different way yeah and because it's a festival it's like you don't know any, or even if you know people there it's like you just forget everything about them yeah. and you just see them for who they are right yeah. there in the present moment and I feel like that's a really Dude. cool cool thing that people um, yeah I've started to do more and more or maybe I'm just surrounded by it more yeah I mean it seems like that's been a big theme with you in general like just like who you surround yourself with even now doing these masterminds like or retreats every single month since October last year almost like 12 months of that now like it has a big impact i'm sure yeah yeah meeting a lot of different people from different walks of life and and it's not just a brief conversation you know a lot of these retreats are anywhere from two days up to like five days so Mm -hmm. you spend a lot of time with them so you get to know them a bit better and see how they operate and Mm -hmm. see how they kind of go about their day-to-day and it's uh yeah it's 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 good it's inspiring to me to meet these people and to yeah just see if there's things that we do differently or things we have in common and and there's lots of takeaways from that as well yeah um, where do you think people draw the most strength from you? From me? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I definitely do consider myself like a bit, a bit of a delusional optimist. Yeah. So, um, willing to like give anything a go and don't think that many things are not possible. But, uh, yeah, I've never really put a lot of thought into, into that, that question. A lot of people think to draw strength from me. Uh, I was having a conversation with a friend the other day about this actually and it's it's I'm like a strong, strong believer, like I think I said this to you as well, that uh, your energy introduces you before you walk into yeah, the room. Yeah, you did, yeah. And the, I see it time and time again from certain people and I admire wh- when people are so confident in themselves or just very outgoing that they they can walk into any room at any party and if they don't know anyone they can just become friends with everyone like very quickly and uh, I feel like that is a very valuable skill because not only 
are you very comfortable with yourself and very comfortable going into these situations you're also very comfortable in going after what you want mm. you know and, and you're not afraid to be yourself mm. and I, 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 I get it that it's not, not easy for everyone and it definitely takes practice um, but it all starts with an intention of doing that you know even if you're not like an outgoing person for anyone who's like listening to this and you're not like willing to yeah be that person that goes out downtown by themselves or like goes to a party that one friend invited them to and you don't know the other 20 people there it's like if you just get in the reps and, and do do those things you could you will get better at um at learning from your your experiences with, with those people but you'll just get you'll get better at communicating you'll get better at having conversations and as time goes on you know these connections that you make in these places can lead to a lot of opportunity in different in different situations in mm-hmm. your life mm-hmm. um but yeah me being quite observer an observer like I, I would go to these places and i would like almost observe myself in real time how i was like reacting with people really so, what, yeah. do you, what do you mean what do you like yeah like i'd have conversations with people and i there's certain things i would say that i would say no we we're having a conversation but i'd also like when after i say it, i would witness the kind of reaction uh that i'm getting from the person instead of just like preparing my next line or mm. conversation or whatever i'm kind of witnessing like what i said and how it affected that person and and over time like i've definitely done this in the last five years it's it's got me to a point now where yeah i've noticed there's certain things i say or do that are received really well or are received not that well or whatever it may be and i feel like that in itself kind of makes you a better communicator makes you better uh, in these like social settings are there is there like consistency in those things that some people receive really well and some people don't or is that just like super individual to the situation and to the person do you know what i mean yeah yeah i think it's definitely different depending on the person for yeah. sure yeah. um but there's it's, it's I met a guy actually a couple couple days ago. It was one of those people that just he walked into the room and he's like the most cheery bubbly guy ever. And it's like he got he, he came over to like me and my friend Peter and we're kind of chatting there away with him and he's like great energy. And all of a sudden you're vibing off his yeah, energy. Yeah. And as he walked away, I looked at Pete and I was just like thinking to myself, I was like, man, that guy's really cool. Like, and I'd watch him and he'd go around the room and every single group he'd walk into, he, you'd see everyone was like laughing or having a good time around him and it's I, f- I feel like that's that's a very like interesting and valuable skill like being able to like go into these situations and scenarios and like be a bundle of energy that all of a sudden you radiate outwards and people also adapt to that yeah because it gives them permission to do the same yeah yeah pretty much and you, I, I, I was like man he's almost like bringing the best out of people because he's like making them laugh and they're having a good time around him and they're just he's just a good person to be around um but then there's situations where I mean I've done this before in the past as well like maybe I'm not having the best day and I'll go up to like a, a group of people and I'll have this conversation and I'm like stop I'll stop myself for a second and be like man I sound like a, a downer here right and this this energy of this like circle I'm talking to is not like that fired up yeah but there's other times where I'll like run up to the circle and I'll be like chatting with these friends and all of a sudden we're all in this big hype train and it's yeah it's interesting when um yeah what 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 your energy can do to, to like affect a, a room or a group um but yeah, if you can observe that in yourself, like when you do go to these social settings or say you get invited to something and you're not feeling the best and mm-hmm. it's like, okay, like, what capacity can I show up in? Is it worth me going just to like, to see what it's going to be like or am I not just feel, not feeling it today? I don't want to kind of, you know, bring anyone else down or I just don't want to be just kind of chatting to myself. Yeah, you know? man. Um, so you have to judge that for yourself. But sometimes too, you might be like 50-50 and you'll go there and you'll meet this person like the guy I was just talking about and all of a sudden, his energy will just radiate onto you and then the rest of the night you're kind of just like he is high on life um but it's not always like that you know sometimes you might need just to take a day to yourself when totally you know that friend asks you to come do something i feel like those people there's a certain freedom in those moments that they have do you know what i mean mm-hmm. like there's a that person who's like walks into the group and is like hey how's it going like yeah. nice to meet you you know what i mean all that i feel like there's a certain freedom that they seem to embody in those moments that like is inspiring to everybody else and then also like kind of gives them permission to be free and from my experience like the best way to embody that it's almost like to forget yourself and to become absorbed in like the other people around you Mm -hmm. and um, 
seeing like sparks of joy in them and allowing that to just light you up uh, versus on the other hand being like a little bit more insecure and focused on yourself and like how am I being perceived what should I say next you know what are they thinking of me all that stuff I feel like that becomes like a barrier that really makes it difficult for some people to then open up and just like be, be free in that way do you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I mean, like, I feel like uh, vulnerability is uh, like the currency to a deeper connection. Mm. It's like if you're vulnerable with people and you're you show that to them uh, in, in in many different ways you can do it. People, like you were saying before, I forget the, the, the term you were using, but you feel more comfortable to kind of be yourself around them. You know, yeah. you don't have to like try and pretend someone that you're not. You know, whether you're admitting to something that you did that you did today and you're like oh I didn't did the best and I could have done much better or um, someone brings up a topic and you kind of like elaborate with them a bit and you kind of like talk to them um, you know showing that you're vulnerable I think is a very very valuable skill that can kind of make those connections go a lot deeper and further mm-hmm. uh, whereas yeah if you're someone that's a bit more center of attention or likes to sort of steal the spotlight a little bit I think sometimes that can sort of it's definitely good in some scenarios, but I, I think in, in maybe the opposite, like some scenarios, yes, some scenarios, no, but it can also like have the opposite effect. You can sort of push people down a little bit, like without you knowing, they just kind of feel less inclined to like share things or talk about things or mm-hmm. maybe something you're talking about is like so amazing and they're in their head thinking, oh, I was going to say something, but it's not that exciting. Yeah. And sometimes just switching the conversation a little bit and uh, making a little joke about what you're doing or, or trying to like, engage with someone else and be like asking them what was exciting with them or what they were doing and being like the hype person for them can just allow them to share that that too yeah definitely man I love like just randomly calling out great things about my friends to strangers and being like did you know like Christina won uh, was the fastest girl in BC in grade 7 do you know what I mean and just like random stuff it kind of catches people off guard gives them I think like permission to laugh for a second <laughs> like what the, like yeah that's crazy I didn't know you know what I mean yeah I don't know it's funny man it's it's also applicable to to the world I live in of sales as well where there is such a purpose to the conversations and such an intention from like the salesperson side mm-hmm. that it's so easy to overanalyze the conversation and push it too hard in one direction and it it just takes the authenticity right out of the room and like no one enjoys that experience versus being a little bit more free like actually connecting with the person not trying to guess at what what you should ask next Mm -hmm. just observing them yeah i mean it's all i think it all just depends on the scenario and what situation you're in like most of what we're talking about there was i guess social settings but if you're in more so like the business or the sales stuff it's i mean i'm just speaking from my own personal experience but you kind of obviously want to be a bit more forward with things or if you're asking for something you want to be straight to the point you don't want to sort of beat around or be too uh slow to the point because sometimes people just like you to be straight up and honest and vulnerable with what you need and what how they can help you um it just depends on the scenario you got to judge that for yourself yeah judge try fail learn and if you try like fully if you like actually try then your the learning will be so much more relevant versus if you like hold back um and give it a 50 percent effort because you're scared of failing yeah yeah i agree anything you're looking forward to in the next uh next little while i know you've wow uh, you've been working on the youtube channel so yeah <laughs> you got a second one coming out soon right it's on the on the radar yeah on the radar my second ever video here um YouTube's like something I put off for a long, long time, and it's funny looking back now. I've started. It's the whole reason why I didn't start was just like I didn't feel like I was quite ready to start, mm-hmm. you know. And it's I forget the the term for that, but I've been thinking about this for the last probably better part of three years, mm-hmm. and now I'm at this point where I'm just like, wow, three years later, I'm, I feel like I'm still not ready. I feel like I just have to start, you know. Yeah. I don't think people ever feel ready to start most things, so. Yeah you just got to begin and see where that takes you and sure enough made the first video at the start of this month and yeah from there i was just like damn this feels really good to actually finally be doing the thing that i've been wanting to do for a long time so yeah it's a journey in itself to see where it takes me and what opportunities opens up and what doors present themselves Mm -hmm. so 
yeah, it's working on a second video to hopefully come out uh, in the next week. Okay. And yeah, just try and be a bit more consistent with it. You know, the first video eventually got out, and the second one is definitely a lot later than what I wanted to get it out. But the key is just the consistency of trying to show up and trying to continue pushing that forward. Mm-hmm. It's not not a race. Um, it's just pushing the needle forward every pushing day. Pushing forward, yeah. Um, is there anything in particular you're excited about? with this like YouTube series in doing it? Yeah, one of the reasons I wrote down why I started it was, I mean, there's 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 a lot of reasons actually, don't get me wrong, but one of the main ones that stood out to me was, it doesn't have to be like a super successful channel. It doesn't have to be for thousands or millions of people. It just has to be something that I want it to be and see where that takes it. Mm. And there's a few things that, I've, the YouTube channel itself is I'm looking forward to like having in the future for and it's one it's a memoir of like the things that I'm doing or have done in my life so it's something cool to look back on I think a lot of people I mean we also as people just take a lot of photos and videos in general in life but to be able to like continue creating things and sharing them with people as time goes on it'll be very cool to look back at 20 years time or, or have kids and be able to see my channel and see what I've kind yeah, of been man. up to throughout my life whether I still have a few followers or a few hundred thousand or whatever it may be uh, it'll be a cool journey along the way and also too another thing coming back to the whole observing thing that I'm quite uh, quite into is I get to observe myself like mm. how I interact with other people on camera how I get to tell my own stories how I uh, talk to the camera and it's as long as you come up from a place of like non-judgment there's room there for for growth you know I, when I watch back these videos it's like you don't want to be coming from a space of like, oh, I did this wrong, I did that wrong, I said eh too many times, or whatever it may be, or the lighting was no good. It, 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 that's okay, that's part of the process. Like, you'll get better and better as each one goes on, yeah. but you're not going to get better if you don't just keep putting them forward. And I yes. feel like that's applicable with a lot of things in life. You know, if you want to get better at climbing, but you have all these friends who are crazy climbers, it's like, you're not just going to get great at climbing by reading books. you got to get out there and start climbing. Get your hands you know, dirty. You're always you're always gonna be a beginner at the very start, and you're always most likely not gonna be good. Maybe you're a natural, but it'll only last so long. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited for just to see where it takes me and what I can learn from it, but also just to see the people that I can connect with along the way and the yeah. stories that I can create and share with with other people, and maybe they find inspiration in that too. So, yeah, it's just Dope. something that's curious to me and i feel like there's a lot to be learned from just following your curiosity yeah man 100 mm. percent. there's a reason you're curious about it you know what i mean yeah there's something yeah. to be discovered yep and maybe maybe you do five episodes and it's not that interesting to you you know but at least you you, you chased it and then exactly at least you found, you found the end. but if you don't do that i feel like it's always going to eat away at your weight because you're always going to yeah. wonder like what it was like yeah down that road there's a, a like you're losing it's like a leak in the boat of energy mm-hmm. that's going to like wondering about this thing and yeah, taking totally. away from your full focus on something else because you like explored the the uh the paths that weren't for you mm-hmm. versus like leaving them all open and just spending the rest of your life wondering about them um dude i'm sure the channel's gonna be beautiful i'm sure it's gonna be a great experience to like produce seriously and it's gonna be a lot of fun i'm excited to watch them i saw the first one yeah it was simple but it was great <laughs> yeah i got a lot of a lot of friends calling on the first one saying like about time like people waiting for this for ages and yeah it's just cool to see the support already um isn't that what they said when you started with the photography too yeah it's it's the so, same the same thing and it's a good sign yeah i feel like you just gotta get out there and, and pursue those things you know and not worry about what anyone else mm. thinks because if you're worrying about that then that's going to be your biggest hurdle in anything and it will slow you down it'll slow down your growth your progression into whatever it is that you're chasing and at the end of the day like no one's realistically gonna say anything you know and if someone does you ask like yeah. if someone has a problem with you it's like well text me and it's like well normally if someone has a, an issue like uh they're oh if they don't have your number like oh shit i've fucked up <laughs> i wrote this down this morning no, it's it was, all good uh, it's all good we'll get there dude we'll get there oh, i wrote this down this morning it was like a really good one Yeah, so something along the lines of like if you, um, if someone has like an issue or. Nah, I'll have to, I'll have to come back to that one. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll, I'll, otherwise, I'll butcher it. Okay, we'll leave it. We'll leave yeah. it. Um. This is hilarious. Um, 
with okay doing the youtube channel yes this is what i wanted to say future innis all right mm -hmm. four weeks from now yep maybe the second video's dropped probably Maybe the third, maybe the fourth. He's thinking about the fifth. Yeah. He's trying to get the energy together to do it. What are you, what are you going to tell Future Ennis right now? To get the energy together to... Yeah, to make, make that fifth effort. video, like... What am I going to tell my future self? Hmm. <laughs> Man, I never thought about what I tell my future self. I always thought it'd be like the other way around. What would you tell yeah, yeah. Self? Yeah, I'm not sure I'd answer that one. How would you? Fair. Yeah, I've never had to think about that before. I asked someone out, someone else that the other day, of like, and it was a very different scenario, but they were starting to get an idea about like how to deal with something in the future, and it was like, okay, well if that arises, like, what would you tell your future self when they start to deal with that problem again? What advice would you give them, knowing what you know now? So this is very different, but I was just. Honestly, like, half of these questions, man, like, I'm just as curious as to what you're going to say. Like, I have no idea what's going to come. So, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I appreciate your willingness just to sit in them, it, man. Yeah. Like, I really do. should write that one down and see if I can see if there's any. Yeah, man. If, like, okay, I'll, I'll try and reverse it on myself here to, to, like, if I had to tell, like, three months from now Christian, mm -hmm. if he's still struggling to, like, to film to film the podcast um i feel like the most basic thing is like i would tell him is like it's it's fine and just record it and do it badly like there's no need to uh to repeat the cycle of waiting for months to start taking to start actually doing a podcast mm -hmm. and do that with the video as well yeah So realistically, that means I'm gonna record the next podcast because why wait? <laughs> yep. Yeah. Film it. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, Just get, on, get it on video. Mm -hmm. Any closing remarks, Ennis? Hmm. I wish I remembered that thing I wrote this morning. That's about the phone and the texting. Yeah. Yeah. What was the What was the like, the theme of it? It was like if someone has an issue with you. Uh, they should text. Oh, nah, you can't know. I think if someone like they should text, they should text you, and if they don't have your number, they don't know you well enough to have an issue with mm. you, sort of thing. You know? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas a lot of people that I would call friends, I'm, I mean, I would guess the majority, if not all of them, would um, have nothing, nothing to say but good things about my my YouTube channel, or maybe they don't have anything to say at all. Mm -hmm. It's only the ones that don't know you well enough to have something bad to say, whether you did something wrong or. You, they didn't like something you said or whatever it may be mm. um, or yeah maybe it is someone you know and they've got an issue with it and maybe there's conversation there to be had and see where that goes and you know maybe you just don't agree on something and that's fine or maybe it's the end of a season and it's room for another friendship you never know you never know yeah well uh here's to finding out man thanks for coming yeah. on the podcast thank you man appreciate it it was uh it was a pleasure yeah dude it was awesome really thank appreciate you. it thanks so much Wait, do we say the name of your YouTube channel? Just my name. Just your name? Innis Simpson? Yeah. Fantastic. That's the one. <laughs>